Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash bookshow. Then go over to morbidlybeautiful.com as we are now part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcasting Network. It has been established that persons who have recently died have been returning to life and committing acts of murder. Have you checked the children? children. I want to play a game. The box. You opened it. We came. This is the All America Speech. Happy Halloween. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the All-American Spook Show podcast. And of course, this is our fourth anniversary Halloween Spectacular 2022. Like we always say every year, it's like, good Lord, I can't believe we made it to this. And now here's another (laughs) milestone. I can't believe we're still doing this four years later. And, uh, well, not arguably, really, it's we're bigger and better. You know, each year we we keep growing. We keep saying that, but it's it's the truth. And and we, we really... Not only double down, but damn near tripled or quadrupled down this past year on our content, man. Like, not only just the weekly episodes uh, of the podcast, but, you know, over the last year we did live streams over on YouTube, including Deadline Horror News. Uh, we just wrapped that up. When was that? Back in August? Something like that? July or August? Mm, I think it was back in I think August. It was, I think it was July. Yeah, somewhere around there. But most yeah. of the past year we did every week, pretty much, we were going live on our YouTube with Deadline Horror News, we, but we wrapped that up, and we started a new series over on YouTube, although it's not live, but it's still a cool series, Grindhouse Gutter, um, you know, where we go through old Grindhouse uh, favorites picked by the professor. Good Lord, what else? Did we, I mean, this past year, we introduced Cult Corner as a little sub-series where we, you know, yeah. talk about some of our favorite cult movies. We introduced Cannon Fodder, where we go through the Cannon Films catalog uh, for good or for bad. And that has a slightly different rating scale, and we'll get into that a little bit here in just a little bit. We went live for the Fangoria Chainsaw Award special again this past year mm-hmm. over on our YouTube channel. Um, there's probably tons of other stuff that I'm that I'm just blanking on. I mean, we've had a number of specials, Spook Show Spotlight specials and everything on the regular podcast, but uh, our, over on our Patreon, we do uh, the, the video minisodes uh, that have the library of the professor. Uh, I think we're up to like episode 70, 71, something like that of that. I mean, we've done tons of those over there. So, and and lots of other stuff. Like I said, I'm sure I'm just kind of blanking on at the moment, but needless to say, we really cranked up, uh, you know, the amount of stuff that we're throwing at you from the spook show universe. And we, we definitely appreciate you coming along with us on this ride to bigger and better things, hopefully. And hopefully we'll have, hopefully we'll have more guests, bigger guests, uh, coming up over the next calendar year you never know i mean hopefully on our fifth anniversary special next year we're talking about holy crap can you believe we got to talk to this person and that person that's kind of our next area of focus that we'd like to uh kind of expand on there is getting some more guests on um yeah. but yeah i mean it's 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 been a blast and you know i'm sure that's that'll be a big part of what we're recapping here today is just our year but the biggest thing that we do here is we give all of us this is that one time of year that one special magic moment of the year on, that you can only do it. The veil lifts on Halloween, right? Smoke. And, uh, we, we get that one, <laughs> that one time of the year where we can go back and, and any episode that we rated a movie, our star ratings, our cannon fodder, cannonball ratings, 
uh, our Crapster Peace Theater episodes. That's another thing that we introduced this past year that I completely blanked yep. on. Crapster Peace Theater, where we just take the, the biggest pieces of shit movies that we can find, and we talk about those over on our Patreon. Uh, but we give, uh, we have our own little scale for that. We, we, we go through everything that we've done, and we have that one chance this, this today to re-rate it if we want, so we can go up or down. So we're not going to like go tit for tat. I mean, I'm going to go through every episode, but we won't get, take a deep dive into each episode. So I'm going to say right off the, off the bat, we encourage you to go through our archives, wherever you get your podcast, over on our YouTube channel, over on our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash show. We encourage you to go find all these things and listen to the whole episodes because we're not going to give you the full presentation of what we do on the episodes. We're just going to be talking about star ratings, kill counts and gore scores and other, you know, cannonball ratings and stuff like that. But we encourage you to go to those episodes to hear the whole conversation about these movies. These are things that have already been debated on each and every episode, but this is that chance. Like I said, once a year that we do every year, this is our annual tradition to go back and rethink some scores if we want to. Uh, and the, and the, the re-rating period that we're talking about this year is from episode 75, where we talked about caveat last year, all the way up until just a month or so ago when we did episode 123, Prey, the, the latest uh, movie in the Predator franchise. And also we're going to be talking about the first seven editions of Crapster Peace Theater and the first four episodes of Spook Show Rewind. Once again, that's another thing that we introduced this year that I completely mm. forgot about. That was where we gave Donnie, since he wasn't on that's that true. first, what, 50 or so episodes, we give Donnie a chance to go back and give his rating on the episodes in order from the archives. So it's from episode one, uh, Reanimator, all the way through. Uh, we just recently had the fifth one, but we're not going to talk about that one since we just recently did that. But we're going to give Donnie a chance, even, since we had that chance back in the day, to re-rate those movies, so we'll go through those. But we'll start off right here out the gate with episode 75, Caveat. Donnie, you gave it one and three-quarter stars. Will, one and a half stars. Smoke, two and three-quarter stars. And I gave it two stars. Will, you had a kill count of three on that one and a gore score of two. So I think that was a fair assessment of that movie, and I think we're all going to, we've all kind of agreed beforehand that we're not going to, relitigate every single thing. So we're just going to kind of leave that one where it is. And then we move on to the next episode. Episode 76 was our first annual spook show awards. And we just had the second annual spook show awards back at the beginning of October. So we Mm -hmm. encourage you to go check not only last year's out, but this year's, those are uh, all in the archives there. We move on to episode 77. And this was another, another classic episode. Hack-a-lantern from 1988. The powers in the blood. God. Donnie, <laughs> Donnie, you <laughs> gave it one star. So did Will. Smoke, you and I, star and a half. So a split decision there. One star from Donnie and Will, one and a half for us. Kill count of eight on that one and a gore score of seven. So once again, all fair debated numbers. The next episode, we had episode 78, a slasher roundtable episode. And, and that's a pretty cool little deep dive episode that we once again encourage you to go check out because that was a chance for us all to kind of go back and, and, and talk about, well, Donnie, you weren't on that episode, but uh, mm. uh, the professor and, uh, and Will and I kind of went back and talked about some of our favorite slasher movies, not necessarily Friday the 13th, you know, Freddie, Jason, Michael Myers, and all that stuff. We gave some other ones there. So uh, if you're looking for some, uh, some good suggestions from the Spook Show gang on some good slasher flicks, that's a good place to go check it out. Episode 78, Slasher Roundtable. The next one that we did right after that, so we're in the heart of October last year, we did... Episode 79, Halloween Kills from 2021. So we just literally talked about Halloween Ends two weeks ago 
on our October 17th episode. So we encourage you to go back and listen to that one with this one because they, they're kissing cousins, right? <laughs> they're, they're directly connected. So we, we recommend the movies and we recommend you go check those out if you want to hear what we had to say uh, about this newest Halloween trilogy because we talked about the first one from 2018. That was really early on. That was going all the way back to like episode six. Episode 80 was this last year's edition of this same thing. Our third anniversary Halloween Spectacular 2021, where we talked about everything that happened the previous year before that. Episode 81, Hellraiser from 1987. Donnie, you gave it three and a quarter stars. Will, one and a half. Smoke, three and a half. And and myself, three and a half. So, Will, you were the you were the lone one there that kind of stood out from the crowd with your one and a half. Like, is, is that not one you wanted to rethink? No, I just really didn't feel that first Hellraiser. You gave it a kill count of eight. And Smoke, you gave it a gore score of eight, so I think that was appropriate for that for sure. Those Hellraiser films don't pull punches very much, to be honest with you. The next episode, episode 82, was our Spook Show Spotlight on Clive Barker. So if you want to hear a deep dive on his career and his exploits, go over there and check that one out. But now we have our first one that I know we have at least one re-rating on. And that was our Thanksgiving episode last year where we, we talked about the notorious Into the Dark series over on Hulu. Into the Dark Pilgrim from 2019. Donnie, you gave it two stars. Smoke, one star. I gave it two and a half stars. Will, you also gave it two and a half stars, but I think you have a change of heart. So what do you want to say about it? Yeah, with with the time passing, this one just didn't really feel like a two and a half to me, you know, considering everything else that we've watched over the year. So uh, I think I'm going to drop this one down to a flat two. I mean, it's hard to argue it. I mean, I gave it the same score you did at two and a half, but I felt that it was, it was fun. I think it was fun enough. I think it kind of drug at first, but then I think once you get to the back half of that movie, it was batshit crazy. And that was, I had fun with it. So I think I'm going to stick with my two and a half on that one. But Will, you gave it a kill count of 16 on that one. So it's it's fairly high compared to some of the other movies we watched this past year and smoked uh, in, in reference to that, you gave it a gore score of six. So there's Into the Dark Pilgrim, our first change of the night uh, from a two and a half to two from Will. Episode 84, the next week we did our latest Spook Show Spotlight. Now, this was the beginning of a two-parter for this one. Episode 84 and episode 86. I'll kind of throw those in together. We did Holiday Horror Part 1 and Part 2. Part 1 was basically, I think we talked about, Donnie, if you might remember, uh, Thanksgiving Horror, Hanukkah Horror, I think. Yeah, Maybe we talked. Yeah, yeah, it was. We kind of split it up. I remember that. It was like, I want to say it was Thanksgiving, Hanukkah. I don't know if there was any like Kwanzaa <laughs> horror, <laughs> horror movies. But then I remember us talking that, about like you know. New Year's horror movies. And then like, in that yeah. next part, we talked all about Christmas horror because Lord knows yeah. there's a thousand fucking Christmas horror movies. Of course there is. So we talked, we had a long, you know, both those combined, we had a long yeah. talk about all these different holiday horror movies. So. Uh, if you want to hear some cool recommendations and everything, go check those out. But in between there, episode 85, Silent Night, Deadly Night from 1984. Now, none of us feel the need to re-rate it right at this point. But, Donnie, you gave it two and three quarters, and I gave it two and three quarters. Will, you gave it two and a quarter, and then Smoke, you gave it three and a half. So, Smoke, uh, you were a lot higher than us on that one. Yeah, that's just one that has it's been, uh, I've seen it since it, I guess, came out on video back in the 80s and watch it. Not I might I probably don't see it every single Christmas, but damn near every other probably at least if you're an average it out. <laughs> and I've seen it on the big screen once, not back then, but you know in a re-release later on. It's just a sort of a Christmas horror tradition for me. I, 
I, I understand that it's, you know, it's a trashy kind of not the best story written, you know, whatever, but it was one of the first of the, I don't know if you call it extreme, but one of the ones that pissed off people <laughs> as far as it, you know, <laughs> yeah. what they did to Santa Claus, I guess you could say, or what the trailer, the trailer when it came out pissed parents off and it pissed off a lot of organizations and things that it, you had, you had mom, moms out there. I don't know if they're in Times Square, but at least out there in some of the bigger theaters that played in petitioning against the movie and all that. It was pretty much an outrage at the time it came out. And Siskel and Ebert, of course, you know, shit all over it, which was hilarious, I thought. <laughs> Will, you gave that one a kill count of 13, and Smoke, you gave it a gore score of 7. So I think that reflects everything that you just said there. Uh, we skip ahead to episode 87. We did another Christmas movie, because we always try to at least get in two Christmas movies over the last few years, and this was the second one. And boy, what a what a way to celebrate the holidays, huh? The Ginger Dead Man from 2005. Um, I'm surprised nobody really wants to re-rate it just because of the what kind of movie it is. But Donnie, I, I guess these are fair enough. Donnie, you and I both gave it one star. Will, you actually gave it the highest marks with two stars, and then Smoke gave it a star and a half. So anything to uh, I think answer, I went, answer I think for I went with that just because it was so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> It is. It's Gary. Yeah. It's Gary Busey at his finest. Even though you only see him for what, maybe like two minutes of screen Three time. Three minutes it, tops. It, yeah, <laughs> it's Gary Busey. It, it's a it's a ridiculous uh, concept, and it's just I don't I don't know. It was it was entertaining. Well, there were only seven kills in the movie, but they were. It was funny. There were funny kills. Uh, but the, the, in reflection of that, Smoke, you only gave it a gore score of three. So. I think that, yeah. that all mixes together for a shit stew, right? Yeah, see, I, you know, we, it goes back to that thing of, like, if you have a shitty story, at least juice it up with some splatter effects in there or whatever, you know, to make it... It would have got a higher rating for me if it had those kill counts that reflected had been reflected in the splatter as well. But I not for those also people. do uh, want to point out that uh, this was before we started Craps for Peace Theater, and this probably should have been, you know, one of the uh, Craps for Peace uh, Theater yeah, you know, yeah. Like if, if yeah, you fast forward to say this year, what we're about yeah. to do in the holidays, this would probably be on November's Crapster Peace Theater poll oh, for yeah. Christmas. Th- this yeah. is that kind of movie for sure. And yeah. who knows? Maybe because uh, there were other Ginger Dead movies. Mm. You never know. Quite a- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe, shit. Maybe if we'll there's get... you know twelve Camp Blood movies, yeah. You know. Well, we get the Ginger Dead versus Evil Bong or something like that. That's maybe true. we can throw that on the on the old poll next month. Uh, but stay tuned to the socials and everything because hopefully in the next day or two we'll have the new poll over uh, for patreon.com slash a spook show what we're going to watch in Craftsterpiece Theater. So keep your eyes peeled for that that Christmas classic that we're going to cook up for Craftsterpiece. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the next episode was episode 88, 2021 year in review. That's where we kind of just talked about some of the other movies that we didn't necessarily do on the podcast, but other movies from the year 2021 that we had watched. We talked about what we liked, what we didn't like. Uh, that kind of thing. So go check that out if you want to hear what we had to say about last year. Episode 89, though. New Year's Evil from 1980. That's how we kicked off the new year. We kicked off 2022 on the right note. Um, um, I'm sorry. What, how did the note It go was a then? very high note. Very high. Oh, note. I mean, Maybe not necessarily in the ratings, but in the song. Uh, it was very yeah. high. Note? New Year's Evil. That's what we started it <laughs> off with. Now, we have retroactively included this one and 10 to Midnight from 1983 into our Cannon Fodder series because this these movies combined with what we're about to talk about where we talked with Paul Talbot and Austin Trunick, it birthed Cannon Fodder, which came a yeah. little bit later on. This is where it kind of all started. So we're kind of retroactively including New Year's Evil and 10 to Midnight into our score. So 
with that being said, we're all going to re-rate this one however we want to, re or you can leave it alone, whatever, but we're going to all have the chance to re-rate this one for sure based on the cannonball scale that we give on cannon fodder. So I guess I'll go one by one since we, I'm sure we all got differing opinions on this. Based yeah. on the cannonball scale, Donnie, our star rating, you gave one and a quarter. So on the cannon scale, what do you say? Oh, man. I mean, this is not, I'm going to give it two because I, I know I, yeah, I'm going to give it two cannonballs. I just, I just think that uh, it's definitely not one of the worst canon movies but it's also certainly not one of the best will you gave it one and a half stars so based on the canon scale what do you say uh, i think with the canon scale i'm actually going to jump up a full point and do a two and a half smoke i have a feeling yours is going to be a little higher because you already gave it two and a quarter stars so how many cannonballs are you going to throw at it oh yeah yeah i, I did give it it's pretty pretty high rating for it being outside of the canon fodder i think i'm going to go but i can't go too i don't want to go too far on it because as donnie said yeah there's there are plenty of worse canon films out there but there are plenty of better ones as well so yeah i'm gonna keep it keep it at, i'm gonna go to about three and uh three and a quarter i'll go three and a quarter because i do enjoy it i do enjoy it. i just again i don't think it's the best canon has to offer but three and a quarter i think we'll do i gave it two stars on that scale so on the canon cannonball rating scale i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with an even three for a lot of the same reasons you guys said i know, I know there's i know for a fact there's way worse and we did at least yeah. one of them this year uh, so yeah, I think three, three cannonballs is fair. And, uh, we should, I'll, I'll add just kind of uh, thinking out loud, we should give Austin a chance to, uh, give us his ratings, uh, for those two movies for New Year's Evil and for 10 to midnight, because we weren't really getting yeah. his thoughts on those movies at that time. So since we're yeah, kind of retroactively fun. adding it to cannon fodder, we should talk to him about it, but it did have a kill count will of a seven on that one. And smoke, you give it a gore score of four. So we don't normally do those for cannon fodder, but yeah, I, since we did it for regular horror episodes, I figured I'd add it in. Right after that, Donnie, we did our first Spook Show Rewind on episode 90. This was your chance to finally sit down and watch and rate Reanimator from 1985. Yeah. Um, one that was classically rated pretty high by all three of us. So you kind of fell in line and you gave it four stars. You going to stay there? Yeah, I'm going to stay there. Really enjoy this one. Um, definitely rewatch it every year. Um, yeah, this is awesome. Episode 91 was Malignant from 2021. And I know at least one of us has a change of heart. Donnie, you gave yep. it <laughs> Donnie, you gave it two and three quarter stars. Will, you gave it three stars and so did I. So Smoke, two and three quarter stars. Where do you sit now? I'm actually going to bump it up a little bit because I think, it, uh, you know, when we first saw this and it first came out, you know, you're kind of like, it, it, I liked it. I enjoyed it, obviously. I gave, I gave it the rating I gave it and it was, I enjoyed it for that. And as 2022 went on, or twenty yeah when it came out in twenty twenty two right uh, no it came out in twenty twenty one but it was like right at the beginning of the year when we watched it and as I saw more movies that year too that one even that one shined a little bit brighter than some of the other ones I saw but I, I didn't expect to like that as you know as much as I did I just thought it was going to be a throwaway sort of you know eh, in between you know it's James Wan so you never kind of expect he's been doing the Conjuring movies and all that so you kind of expect to buy the numbers sort of modern horror movie and that was kind of a throwback as we talked about on that episode throwback to some more 80s, early 90s type horror movies in the uh, the carrying out of the plot and everything, and just the sort of just craziness in the movie. So uh, I'm going to bump it up to, I'm going to just not going too much further, but I'm going to go up to three on it. There you go. So you're going to mirror a Will and myself on that one with a three. So, yeah. And it had one of our higher kill counts of the year too, Will. You gave it 36 kills and Malignant. And most of that probably happened in one scene, right? The jail scene. And the gore score was seven. So there we go. 
Our next episode, though, we had our, our special guest on uh, episode 92, Paul Talbot. And we, we talked to him about Charles Bronson since he's been the author of what, Smoke, like two or three books on Charles Bronson? Yeah, yeah. Bronson's Loose and Bronson's Loose Again. Yeah, uh, one of the foremost experts on the career of Charles Bronson, for sure, if not the expert. And uh, we also talked a little bit about Canon Films with him as well. So that that was a, a cool, uh, interesting conversation that we had with Paul. And hopefully we can have him on, on, on again at some point very soon. To, but we encourage you to yep. go to episode 92 in the archives and check that one out. But here here we have another situation where we're all going to re-rate. Episode 93, same same deal with the Canon fodder, retroactive, 10 to midnight from 1983. So, Donnie, I'll start with you. Uh, on the old, you know, the horror scale, so to speak, you gave yeah. it two and three-quarter stars. So... Where are you going to sit on the cannon scale? Oh man, cannon scale. I'm actually going to go um, a lot higher. Uh, I'm going to go three and a half on the cannon scale. Well, you only gave it two stars, but I, I would imagine that's probably going to go up with the cannon scale. What do you say? Yeah, yeah, I'll jump up uh, to a three on this one. Smoke, you were already pretty high on ten to midnight with the, with the old scale, three and three quarters. So, what do you say on the cannon scale? Yeah, I mean, I really enjoy this one, and I was actually put, holding back when I gave that rating a little bit, because uh, I knew, you know, based on some of the other things we've done and we didn't have the sliding scale at the time that uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to rein it in a little bit on this one and give it what I said, three, three and a half or three and three quarters. What was it? I gave it three and three quarters, three and three quarters. Yeah. So I'm going to bump it up and I'm not going to go too crazy with it, even on the Canon scale, but I'll bump it up. I, I really do enjoy this as a, as a Charles Bronson movie, as a Canon film, as a, it's got that slasher horror element in there a little bit, you know, and it, Bronson didn't do too many horror movies. So this is some of the, one of the closer ones he got to that other than unless you count house of wax when he was like 16 years old. No, I'm kidding. He was older than that, but I mean, you know, a bit, a bit role on house of wax back in 50, whatever that movie came out, 58, I think. Or so. so yeah, he didn't do too many horror movies. And this, this one I really enjoy. Uh, I'm going to go four and I'll go four and a quarter on the cannon sliding, sliding cannonball scale. Uh, myself, I gave it three stars at the time. So I'm going to bump it up to four cannonballs, especially based on that scale. It's well-deserved for a higher rating. We gave it a kill count of seven on that one. And Smokey gave it a gore score of seven. So once again, we don't normally do that for canon films, but at the time we did. So there you go. It's not for jacking off, but we are, <laughs> we are going higher up on the cannonball scale. So, that, <laughs> so there you go. Uh, speaking of that, our next episode, episode 94, <laughs> was guest Austin Trunick, author of the Canon Film Guide, volume one at the time. And now he's since went on to write volume two. And we did talk to him again just recently. But this is the first time that we had Austin on, so we had a good time talking to him, took a real deep dive into Canon Films. So just like the conversation we had with Paul Talbot, we encourage you to go back and check that out because uh, both of those episodes that we've had Austin on, and now he's become a recurring guest on our Canon Fodder episodes where he does his Canon Chronicles segment. So Austin's a true friend of the show, and we encourage you to go check out both those. And we also very much encourage you to go buy those books. Buy Canon Film Guide Volume 1 and Volume 2. Available on Amazon, and uh, I can't remember the name of his publisher, but over there on that website, you can find him uh, on Twitter, Facebook, and all that. So we encourage you. Same thing with Paul, but you know, you, you get what I'm saying. Same deal. Go, go buy their stuff because they're both great guys, good authors. You won't regret it. Uh, but we do regret this one, I think. Episode <laughs> 95, Valentine, 2001. <laughs> this was our Valentine's Day episode. God Almighty. We all four gave it one star. And best I can tell, I'm the only one that's going to rethink it. Yeah, I actually, I'm going to as well. Oh, you're, cha you're changing up. Yeah. Okay, well, you know what? I'm going to go first. So fuck you. 
No. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm, I only gave it one star, but I think this will be the lowest rated movie I've ever given because I don't think I've ever given anything any uh, lower than a one off the top of my head. So I'm gonna give this. I'm just gonna go down a quarter of a star. This is because uh, I can't go like bottom of the barrel, but it, I hate this movie, so I gotta I gotta go down a little bit. This movie sucks. I'm gonna go yeah. uh, three quarters, zero point seven five. I am actually gonna I'm gonna mirror that because yeah, this this movie sucks. I mean, they tried and they fucking miserably failed. Um, <laughs> well, this movie sucks. I'll be damned. I'll be damned if I look like the one that's giving this movie more. <laughs> Take my shit down to three quarters. Oh 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 wow. Here we go. We're <laughs> we're start we're starting the things. Uh, Will, do you wanna you wanna stay at one or you wanna come with us to the dark side? Yeah, I'm gonna stay at one. It was a movie. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's a raving high mark for that movie to say it was a movie it was a thing it existed it did have a kill count of nine which i guess is kind of redeemable but the gore score was only three because all the kills sucked they were all like oh yeah it, it almost seemed like if i remember correctly it was fairly bloodless for the type of movie that it was yeah, yeah just just late i mean i know it was 2001 but it felt like t- 1991 yeah just mid to late 90s trash it's just yeah, not just, good so yeah, I, you know, yeah, I think it's very justified. So there you go. We'll just leave that in the dustbin and never, hopefully, never have to talk about it again. Next, uh, not our next episode, but the next thing that we did, because we moved Spook Show Rewind over to Patreon at the time, Spook Show Rewind number two, Trick or Treat from 2007, a movie that all three of us loved back when we did it. And yeah. Donnie, you kind of echoed that when you gave it three and a half stars. So uh, you going to stick with that? Yeah, I'm going to stick with it. Really enjoyed this one. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, episode 96, our next, uh, regular podcast episode right after that was our first edition of the cult corner. And we started off, Mm -hmm. I think pretty big with the warriors in 1979. Only one of us gave it, uh, we're not re-rating unless somebody wants to reconsider it right now, but only one of us gave it low marks, so to speak. Donnie, you gave it four and a half stars. Smoke, you gave it four stars. I gave it three and a half and Will, you only gave it two and a half. So you want to explain yourself? Uh, I stand by what I put. <laughs> no, we're gonna relitigate this shit right now. <laughs> I said what I said. How dare you, sir? <laughs> well, opinions truly are like assholes. Everyone's got one, so we'll leave it there. Episode ninety-seven. <laughs> if we if we ever get around to doing nineteen ninety the Bronx Warriors on the actual show, uh, Will's gonna really love that one. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you love the Warriors and strap up. <laughs> Episode ninety-seven, though, we got back to the Hellraiser series with Hellbound. Hellraiser 2 from 1988. Once again, this is Will's uh, threshold for these Hellraiser movies. I don't think uh, he's liking them too much. Donnie, (laughs) you gave it three stars. Smoke, three stars. I gave it two and a half. But Will, you only gave it one and three quarter stars. So, any change of heart? No, no, I think I'm going to hold there. You gave it a kill count of 30, which is on the high side. And Smoke, you gave it also on the high side, high side, a gore score of nine. If you're into the gore and the, and the messed upness of it all, you'll, you'll enjoy it. But uh, according to Will, maybe not so much the movie itself. So there you go. Episode 98 was an interesting one. We, we took a deep dive into, it was called 100 Years of Horror, 1922. Oh, yeah. um, that was another cool, interesting thing where I think yeah, we focused in on like five or six horror movies. They came out in 1922, the 100, and it came out, that episode came out pretty much right at the 100th anniversary of Nosferatu. So yeah, it was Nosferatu, Haxon, um, oh shit. Uh, I, the other I, ones I, one exciting, on one exciting night. I think there was mm, two or three okay. others, but Smoke, how appropriate was it to talk about those movies, uh, at the feet of the anniversary of Nosferatu? Oh yeah. Yeah. Those are classics. I mean, bonafide classics of the silent era. So, uh, and we're coming up on, God, how many, 
how many years of since the first horror movie? I think it was 18. I want to say it's 1890. I mean, it's not really a movie. You know, it's a little seven yeah, minutes yeah. short by George Melier. Yeah. House of the Devil. I think it was 1894 or 1897 or <laughs> something yeah. like that. I mean, that's how I long think, it's been. I think in that movie. conversation we had about it, though, 1922 was kind of like the year where it kind of started to really take yeah. off. You know? you had, yeah, the birth of true, you know, what's something you could define as a genre film. Yeah. That's kind of where it began. So we took a deep dive into that. That's a cool listen. The next thing that we did was Spook Show Rewind number three, Suspiria from 1977. Donnie, you had your chance to sit down and talk about it. And you gave it, you were kind of like Will in that camp of like, eh, it was all right. You only gave it two and a quarter stars. So what are you thinking now? Yeah, I I rewatched this uh, last night. I liked it much better the the second time because when when I had first seen it, wasn't really a too big of a fan of it. Um, but you know, gave it a second second viewing, and sometimes you know you look at things, you know, the second time, and it just it just kind of grows on you on you. Kind of I don't want to say wears on you. A you you bit, appreciate but, it more. Yeah, yeah, of course. And uh, yeah, I, I'm actually gonna uh, I'm gonna bump my rating up a full point. I'm gonna go three and a quarter. There we go. That that's yeah, my, is, that's my boy. Yeah. <laughs> now, can, no, now this was a fun one. Yeah. It was more fun the second time the second time around than it was the first. Yeah, like trying to take a razor a straight yeah. razor blade and open up locks. It just you know it, sometimes it takes time. Well, you know we're not letting you rethink it again, but you're still on that one and a half mark. So have you have mm-hmm. you had any more time to think about? I mean, you know you don't have to re-rate it, but you know you would probably appreciate it more now, right? Maybe a little bit more, but there's still a bunch of dumbass shit in that damn movie. <laughs> <laughs> Such is Italian movies, right, Smoke? Yeah, they yeah they're in their own you know their own area out here. <laughs> I'm just I'm just gonna say barbed wire room. Yep. Even no, it was <laughs> one one step be, uh, above that. It was a razor wire room. I was about to say yeah, that was, was there for no fucking reason. But that's what makes the movie so magical and special. That is that is that that wraps up pretty much Italian horror in a nutshell right there is they will do anything for the visual and askew storyline and plot all together as long as the visual comes off a certain way that or what they're looking for, whether that be in the lighting, cinematography, dream sequence thing or the gore or whatever, you know. It's, it's all about visuals and technical aspect rather than yeah. plot and story and you know, development. And somebody's gonna <laughs> and lose character. and somebody's gonna lose an eye. It's it's guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. So uh, it's it's always nice to bring Suspiria up every few months. So that, that gave us another opportunity <laughs> to talk about that. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. The management of this drive-in theater is happy to announce you can enjoy your favorite form of movie entertainment regardless of rain. No longer will it be necessary to let rain spoil your fun. Now you can keep your windshield clear and dry with a drizzle guard. Simply attach it to your windshield and in a jiffy, you're enjoying the movie without constantly running your windshield wipers. We've got another one here that is going to have a few re-ratings, I think. Mm, yeah. Episode 99, almost to the anniversary, you know, not anniversary, but the milestone episode of 100. But that week we did, and we were all in Spusho Studios, by the way, for yeah. Leprechaun 5, In the Hood, from 2000. We all gave it one star, with a kill count of 10, gore score of 5. I'm the only one that's not going to change it. But all three of you have said that you want to change it. So, Donnie, you gave it, like I said, we all gave it one. So where are you at now? I mean, I'm not going to bump it up by much, but looking at, you know, some of the other movies that, you know, rest in peace, Coolio, I'm I'm still going to give it a shit mark. You're not, you know? re, you're not rewriting this because Coolio died. <laughs> 
Get out of here. <laughs> no, man. Um, no, I just think it's a, it's a better movie than the other ones that we've rated. The one scores. Uh, I'm going to give it a one and a half. Not by much. And I, that may be a little bit generous. Yeah, fuck it. One and a half. I'm going to stay. Well, what do you say? Yeah, I'm going to go with one and a half as well. Uh, and I think the main reason that I'm bumping this one up is just we, we still talk about this movie to this day in a positive light. So I felt like it needed to be bumped up some. Smoke lip in the hood is always up to no good. But is the score <laughs> yes, going dude. up or down? Well, let me tell you right now, Sonny. I'm going to give it a one and a half <laughs> as well. I'm going to echo Don, Donnie and Wills and just go one and a half on it. Because for the same exact reasons, really, it's uh, it's it's Don. died. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now, as he's good. walking through the valley of the shadow of death, you're re-rating. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, re-rated, and I realized <laughs> that there was nothing left, so I had to go up on Leprechaun Five in the hood. Yeah, you guys no, I'm right. Rap, fantastic. It's not a star well, movie for me. I mean, there's plenty of terrible, really terrible movies I've given one star to, and I think this one doesn't fall in that same camp. So, yeah, that's why. No, I, I gave it <laughs> one and it deserves it. I'm staying there. It sucked. <laughs> there was little to redeeming. It made it really made no sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there was a couple funny parts. It made as much sense as Coolio's appearance in the movie, where he's just <laughs> there, and then they say, hey, is that Coolio? And then he's just looking like, huh? And that's it. That's his appearance <laughs> in this movie. So, it, yeah, no. Mm-mm. But we move on to bigger and better things, I thought. With episode 100, once again... We were all in Spook Show Studios, all in the same room together, and we did our first ever, and only to this point, watch-along episode where we talked about Frankenhooker from 1990. Uh, now, unless someone has a change of heart, all of us are sticking with the same score that we gave it. So, Donnie, you gave it two and three quarters, Will two and a half, Smoke three and a quarter, and myself, I gave it two and three quarter. Uh, we had a kill count of 14 and a gore score of seven, but that episode was a blast. That's one we, like I said, we did a watch long, so we recommend if you're going to listen to that one, uh, pull Frankenhooker up on whatever service it's currently on, hit play right at the time that we tell you to hit play, and watch it along with us, because it was a lot of fun to do that. And that was the first time I'd ever sat down and watched it. So we had a lot of fun with that one, and I encourage you to go to go have a good time with us on that episode. But uh, we well, have a class, like, uh, like a hooker on Supercrack. Yeah. <laughs> Supercrack. <laughs> But the next episode, we we uh, we started our weekly rotation. So, or I should say, every our bi-weekly rotation, where one of us chooses the movie, then we have a wild card and it starts over again. Mm. So it started off with Will's choice, and he selected Night of the Living Dead, the original from 1968, I believe it was. We all gave high marks, as I think anyone that would knows this place for this movie and in, in horror history and just you know appreciates this type of movie. I think they would. Donnie, you gave it four stars. Will, you gave it four and a quarter. And Smoke and I gave it four and a half stars. So what more needs to be said? It's it's one of the greatest horror movies yep. of all time. And it it was the one that started the zombie genre, right, Smoke? Yeah, at least as as we know as it we with know the it cannibalistic today. zombies and having to shoot them in the head to kill them and all that. Yep, most yep. definitely. Kill, only a kill count of eight and a gore score of seven. But, you know, that's just because of the time period of the movie that was made. I'm sure, you know, it would yeah, be higher, I, if, you know. I kind of want to. Uh, I I do want to regret this one. Uh oh. Just a, Le- yeah. Well, breaking news, and, late edition. Yeah, <laughs> primarily, uh, and the 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 reason because of uh, my re-rating. Yeah, I, I did give it four stars. Uh, but you know, just kind of looking back at some of the uh, some of the ratings uh, I've given other uh, 
you know, films very, you know, kind of close to it. I feel like the, you know, just how influential, you know, this movie has been is to me, it, it, it's worth more. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to bump it up to, um, uh, four and a half. I'm not going to argue it because that's what I gave it. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> so that's going to bump it up overall, but, uh, and, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a classic movie. You can't go wrong watching that. Uh, if you haven't watched it, what the hell, you know, stop listening to this and go watch that movie right now. It's literally like it's a free movie everywhere because they didn't copyright the movie properly. So like, you can watch this <laughs> multiple versions of it and everything on YouTube for free. So hit pause, go watch it and come back. But yeah, it's awesome movie. Can't say enough. Uh, the next thing that we did is we kicked off the Crapster Piece Theater right after this. So it was high times or low. Because we started it off with the Garbage Pail Kids movie from 1987. Like I said, You're the right. whole premise of Crabster Peace Theater is it's going to be a flaming pile of dung. But this one really, really set the bar really fucking low. Yeah. <laughs> Our scale there is uh, Floater if it's like, well, you know, we recognize all these movies suck. But Floater is like, all right, it's tolerable. You know, it, it came out easily. Uh, you know, n- no struggle. You know, you might even say you enjoyed it enough to have another shit like that again. Then there's <laughs> then there's sinkers. You had your fiber, you know, you, everything's healthy. Yeah. Then you have yeah. sinkers, which are like, there might have been a little bit of a struggle, but at the end of the day, you got it over with. Maybe your common shit, you know, <laughs> just your regular old shit. Nothing, nothing to write home about, good or bad. Then there's diarrhea. It's literally, by definition, the drizzling shits. That's the worst of the worst. We give out the burnt turd during the spook show awards for that particular reason, the burnt turd went to, hold on. I just fucking lost it. Here it is. Okay. Camp blood 2000. Well deserved. Camp blood. Bravo. Fucking camp blood. We'll get, we'll get back to that here in a minute, but right away with it. Yes. Yeah. This was pretty fucking close. Uh, so really, is there any reason to relitigate this movie? Are we all still, Oof. we all still on board with diarrhea for the garbage pill kids movie? Yeah. That's accurate. Yeah. Yeah. That thing sucks. So moving on episode 102, our latest spook show spotlight on George A. Romero. It was well-timed after we had just talked about Night of the Living Dead. So you want to hear the deep dive on Mr. Romero and his great career, go listen to episode 102. The next thing that we did over on Patreon was spook show rewind number four, Terrified from 2017. Uh, I think we all were pretty favorable with it. And Donnie, you kind of uh, held court there with uh, three stars. You want to hold there? Yeah, yeah I'm going to hold, hold still on that. Yeah, it was pretty solid. Yeah, go back to episode four of the podcast. Uh, for that uh, archive of the original time that we talked about it, and then go find Spook Show Rewind number four over on patreon.com slash AA Spook Show. Episode 103, we have another uh, change here. Deathgasm from 2015. Now, this was my choice in the rotation. I gave it three and a half stars. Smoke, you and Will gave it three and three quarter stars. Donnie, you gave it four stars. So where do you sit now? Oh, man. You know what? Um, I mean, I still greatly enjoy this movie but i don't i don't think it's oh man i'm i'm kind of torn <laughs> torn I, between yeah, two it, lovers <laughs> no i mean like i really i just i really enjoy the movie i had initially said i was going to re-rate this one i think i'm going to stay huh? well, fair enough i'm going to stay at four yeah you're not going to get any argument out of me yeah. i mean i know i only gave it three and a half but i mean like that's a it's fun, fun it's a really fun movie if nothing yeah. else High kill count, 35. Gore score of 10. So if you like really gory uh, horror movies with a, uh, a lot of comedy, you're really going to love Deathgasm. I, I can't recommend it enough. 
Um, so that's episode 103. The next episode, though, episode 104, we formally began the Cannon Fodder series, now that we've retroactive, you yep. know, those last two. Over the top from 1987 in the sliding cannon scale, all four of us, plus Austin, Austin Trunick, we all gave it five cannonballs. So I don't think anyone's going to, yeah. wants to uh, re- re-rate that one. So we'll, we'll, we'll leave that one there. That was probably one of the highest ranking or one of the higher ranking cannon fodder movies mm-hmm. that we'll probably have. So over the top, five cannonballs. Episode 105, Donnie's Choice. Phantasm from 19... 19- <laughs> From 1979, Donnie, you gave it three and a quarter stars. Will, you and I both gave it two and a half stars, and Smoke gave it three and a half stars. Kill count of six, gore score of six. Fairly high marks there. You can see what we just said. Yeah, I highly recommend the movie. Go check it out, and of course, the episode. So go back in the archives for that. The next thing we did, Crapster Peace Theater number two, Nothing But Trouble from 1991. <laughs> this one only got uh, a sinker, so it was uh, it was mid in our ranking. So does anyone else want to relitigate that one or are we all good with sinker? I'm good with that. Yep. I don't think there's much, really no. much debate there. I mean, like, cause you can't go diarrhea there. It's better than that, but it also ain't great either. So, you know, it's fun <laughs> for what it is though. You know, there's a couple fun moments that did win, uh, our spook show funniest moment back in the, <laughs> back on the, uh, spook show awards for the oh. dick nose slash hot dog dinner scene. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that Which is, is- phenomenal even if you don't see the movie just look out for that scene like you know search that scene the dick find, knows, it, uh, find that scene on youtube and just watch that that's all you yeah need. that's it that's all you need yeah no, and those fat turd people that what was the name bobo and little bobo. devil bobo yeah. and little oh, devil yeah. that's what it is i was gonna say bilbo but i was close uh, <laughs> Bobo and Little Devil. Yeah, that movie's ridiculous. But yeah, it's a fun kind of ridiculous, you know, not like Garbage Bill Kids movie. So there's that. Episode 106, our latest cult corner, The Big Lebowski from 1998. Needless to say, dude, we loved it. Donnie, you gave it five stars. Yep. Will, four and a quarter. Smoke, four and a half. And so did I, four and a half. So really there's nowhere to go but up, I wouldn't think, from there. So I think we're all good there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, we went back to the horror well with the next episode, 107, Smoke's Choice, Session 9 from 2001, which really struck up, I think, a really good conversational uh, episode on that one. So that was a good call on that one, Smoke. But And we all, and the ratings, I think, we all gave reflected that. Uh, Donnie, uh, you and Smoke and Will gave it three and a quarter stars, and I actually gave it three and a half stars. It was a great movie. We all highly recommend it. Kill yeah. count of six, gore score of five. So it's not one of those highly gory high kill rate type movies, but it's just, it's really one that makes you like stop and think. And it's one that you have to have like a, a talk about like, what the hell did I just watch kind of thing afterwards. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, one of those psychological horror movies that sticks with you. Uh, so go check that one out. Episode 108, our latest spook show spotlight. And this is one that we're going to be getting back to here sooner or later. Home video part one. Now this is where we took a deep dive, smoke your, uh, you, you've earned your professor's degree in home video. So this is where you're really able to uh, sharpen your skills here when we took a deep dive into the early days of home video on that one. So that was a lot of fun. Episode 109. Now, th- this is one that uh, not necessarily being reconsidered. We never got Will's score on this one. Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth from 1992. Now, this was a wild card choice. The, the, the spin of the wheel on that one was we just had to watch an older film, and that's what this landed on. Uh, Donnie, you gave it two stars, and Smoke, you and I gave it two and a quarter stars. So, Will, what do you say? Uh, I got to go. I'll see you all later. 
<laughs> oh, come on. You've been avoiding this movie like the plague since May, I think, something like that. So where are you at? Uh, I'm going to go one and a half. Staying in line with what I uh, said with the previous movies. You know, it's got to be some crazy, uh, like, gory stuff to really, like, grab me uh, and, and have me enjoy it. And I'm sure it's just a, a sign of the time since this was made in the early 90s. But, yeah, I'm just going to go with one and a half. So what you're saying is you hate Clive Barker and you hate anything that he's ever, uh, that is associated with Pinhead and Hellraiser is what you're saying. No, you said that. That being said, this did have the highest kill count and won the kill count award on the Spook Show Awards by far. Of three, Your count, Will, of 358 people that died in this movie. Now, most of them happened in that one scene with the, you know, there's like a club massacre scene in the movie, but Smoke, you gave it a gore score of seven, which doesn't necessarily reflect the amount of people killed, but we talked about it in that episode. It's because you don't see a lot of those deaths. A lot of them happen off screen, right? Yeah, in the club scene, yeah, where you see some aftermath and some stuff going on, but then, you know, there was that many people in the club, so, it's and not, they're all dead. Uh, but yeah, you know, I, I think it's a fun movie for those uh, Hellraiser movies. And there's where the, that's where the bar is set. After that, I think it's going to go pew. Yeah, I, I believe <laughs> you're probably. Yeah, I believe you're probably right on that one for sure. We'll, we'll maybe find there's out. a chance uh, next year that I go back and re-rate all these up. <laughs> that is, if that were possible, that would be very likely for sure. <laughs> but yeah, the next episode, 110, we uh, we went back to the cannon fodder series and we talked about Invasion USA from 1985. Smoke, you and I, and Austin gave it five cannonballs. Donnie, you gave it three and a three quarter cannonballs, and Will, you gave it three and a half cannonballs. Either one of you guys want to change that one, or you think you're good? I'm good. good. The next uh, thing that we did over on Patreon was Crapster Peace Theater number three, No Holds Barred from 1989, and it won the Golden Bomber at the Spook Show Awards as uh, <laughs> kind of by the fact, though, really, as it was the only one of Crapster Peace so far that we've given a floater to, which is the highest yeah. mark something can get on Crapster Peace. So yeah, that that's the bar. For the good stuff on Crapster Peace. Oh, yeah. And that should tell you all you need to know about Crapster Peace Theater, right? (laughs) And at this point, since it was the only one to get, you know, a floater, we have no idea. Maybe next year we'll get two floaters, and we'll have to determine how to choose the Golden Bomber out of the two floaters. You never know. How the turd floats. (laughs) How the turd floats. Uh, Episode 111, we started up Camp Spook Show, our big summer-long event, where everything, well, kind of everything, that we did had something to do with a summer camp or, you know, whatever horror or otherwise. Uh, and we started it off with Will's choice of you might be the killer from 2018. Donnie, you only gave it one star. Will one and three quarters smoke one and a half. And I liked it slightly more than all you guys did. And I'm going to stay there with two stars. So anyone else got any parting words for you might be the killer. I I did kind of have higher hopes for this one. But it, it's not it's not enough for me to re-rate it. I, I think it deserves, you know, the paltry one that I gave it. I think, Will, that was kind of the problem with the movie, right? It's like we all, maybe not all of us, but we all kind of like, you always hope something's going to be better than you think on the surface. And then when you see it and it's not, you're, you know, you're liable to give it a lower rating because you're disappointed, right? Yeah, I went through uh, like a couple of lists of like, you know, camp movies the, to possibly watch and... A couple of them mentioned this one as being like a really good one. So I don't know. Maybe I just got a little in my head as far as uh, expectations for this movie. And it just didn't come through. Well, it did have a kill count of 12, which, you know, is not bad. 
and a gore score of six. You know, there are some redeeming qualities to the movie, but overall it's, it just is, you know, so there you go. That's, that's the, why you came to the consensus score we gave it. Episode 112, we went back to the Cult Corner series during Camp Spook Show, and we watched Meatballs from 1979, awesome comedy classic uh, of the era, and we'll get back into the year of 1979 here in just a minute and how it can be really good or really disappointing. <laughs> Donnie, you and I and Smoke gave it three and a quarter star, and Will, you gave it three stars, so really there's not much more else to say about Meatballs. Great, great movie, great Fun. episode. Go check it out. Episode 113, we continued through Camp Spook Show with The Burning from 1981, and that was my choice. And I think we all kind of across the board felt about the same way with it. Donnie, you and Smoke gave it three and three quarter stars. I gave it three and a half stars, and Will, you gave it three and a quarter. Uh, Kill count of 10, gore score of seven. Classic summer camp slasher movie. We all give it high marks. You know, can't talk about it enough, so go, go listen to that episode to check that out. Over on Patreon, our latest Crapster Peace Theater at that time was Crapster Peace Theater number four, one of Donnie's favorites of all time. Ernest Goes to Camp from 1987. Now, we gave it a sinker. Really, any reason for anyone to really want to chat that one mm-hmm. up anymore, or is that, is that fair? <laughs> I mean, to me, like, I would say if there is any argument to be made, it would be to go up, right? I don't think you would go down. I don't think it's diarrhea, right? So No, I mean, thing is, you know. I would just leave it. Just leave it because yeah. I don't think it's no holds barred territory. No, if you put both movies in front of me, I would rather watch no holds barred CF. If for no other reason than that, the debate ends there, right? <laughs> yep. So we'll just go with that. Uh, we had another interesting talk. I think that was just smoking eye on that one. Episode one hundred and fourteen, our latest Spook Show spotlight, all the Friday the Thirteenth legal drama. Yeah. Uh, I, I know it's a real exciting topic, right? But it is worth talking about, and there and and there. It seems like there's kind of been some movement on that front since we did that episode. It's sounding more and more like we might be getting closer to a time where we might actually see a new Jason movie soon, right, Smoke? Yeah, yeah, and that'll be that'll be the thirteenth one, I think, right when it comes out. I believe so, yeah. But to that, we did watch in the next episode, Donnie's Choice, episode one fifteen, Never Hike Alone from twenty seventeen, and it sticks out as our first and only fan film that we've ever watched here on the show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're not getting new Jason movies, but this kind of fills the void a little bit. And I think we all felt pretty high about it. Donnie, you gave it three and a quarter. I gave it three stars. Uh, Will, you and Smoke gave it two and three quarters. So I think that's pretty high marks for that kind of movie. And, you know, we all recommend going to check it out if you wanted to watch something new with Jason involved, right? Kill count of two, only two. And those happen literally at the end of the movie. Spoiler alert. Gore score, four. So it's not an overly gory, high kill count type of movie, but it's enjoyable. It's a lot of fun. So... We recommend you check that out. Episode 116, our latest cannon fodder. Ooh. <laughs> Hot chili from 1985. We joked when we talked to Austin, like he, he said he was surprised he, we still want to talk to him <laughs> after this movie. But yeah. A fair question. Even on the sliding cannon scale, Donnie, you and Will and I only gave it one cannonball. Smoke, you were only a slightly higher, higher with your one and a quarter, and then Austin gave two cannonballs. Now, he comes with a higher volume of knowledge about the Cannon Films catalog is why he even gave it a two. He explained that. Uh, but yeah, yeah, needless to say, I'm not. we're not spending any more breath on this movie. This no. movie sucked. Don't watch it. Just listen to our episode. Trust me. You'll have more fun listening to us. Episode 117, Smoke's Choice, still in Camp Spook Show. Madman from 1981, another slasher classic. Donnie, you and I and Smoke all gave it three stars, but Will, old Mr. Different over there, he only gave it one <laughs> and a half. So what the hell, man? 
Yeah, I, I think actually I'm going to re-rate this one. And I'm going to give it a. I'm not going crazy, but I'm I'm going to give it a two. Good. This this movie was so close to to being something, and they really just dropped the ball on the monster. Uh, yeah, well. I think if it had more time to you know really flush the monster out, it, it would have been a much better, well-rounded movie. Madman was not a summer camp movie. Remember, <laughs> we wanted that. It was actually a fall camp movie. It would have got more a higher rating for me too. I mean, even though I do love that movie, it would have got a higher rating had it had some more of the you know slasher kills had been a little bit mm. the ante on those as far as the uh, you know what the the different styles of killings or whatever. Because the only one that was really memorable was what I mean. He he pulled the one guy up or whatever on the, with the yeah you know the rope yeah, yeah. limb and all that dangling and you know they had a couple of axe kills and things like that in there but it just if they had just gone a little bit more original with the kills i would have been given more hiring that one being that being said it had a kill count of 11 and a gore score of five so you know it's probably fair for what it was but yeah if they'd have ratcheted it up just a little bit more you know maybe it would have got even higher marks from all of us but still fair enough we recommend it and, and go listen to the episode uh the next episode episode 118 our latest cult corner Good Lord. Summer Camp 1979. This is the one that I got sold a bill of goods when I nominated it for the wheel spin and it landed on it. I regret it. I regret it every moment since. Will, you only gave it a half a star. Donnie, you gave it one star. And Smoke and I gave it one and a quarter. And for me, I'm going to rewrite this. I'm going to knock this down. I am. I'm going to knock this down to a one. You know what? No, I'm going to knock this down to three quarters. That's that's exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah. Because this is. it's, It's dreadful. Yeah, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Will, Smoke, this is your chance if you want to pile on. Well, wait a minute. Will can't even go any lower, can he? Did you give it a half a star? You gave it a half a star. Yeah, well, no, there is. You can go lower, but that's up to him. Lower. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to rate it down a little bit. I'm not going to go. I'll go to one because I, I gave it, what, one and a quarter? One and a quarter, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go down to one on it. Will? I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to relitigate it right here in front of all you people. <laughs> but that's going to lower it to one of the lowest rated movies uh, that we did all year. And it did win, by the way, worst movie that we mm. did all year at the Spook Show Awards. You know what? We had a really bad stretch right here. I mean, <laughs> Madman was great, you know, especially compared to these. But we watched Summer Camp 1979, then immediately watched Camp Blood on Crapster Peace Theater number five from the year 2000. And this is uh, one that I don't, I don't think you said it correctly, Josh. What am I supposed, <clears throat> how, how was I supposed to say? Camp blood. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we gave it diarrhea, and it deserves every every ounce of that shit that it gets. Uh, it won the burnt turd, like we said earlier at the Spook Show Awards. This thing is god awful. Thank you, Smoke, for nominating it. You're all welcome for that. Thank one. you for nominating it. Thank you for not being there when we did it. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's right. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> you remember that? Don't you? Uh, yeah, fuck that movie. I was uh, incapacitated or something. Yeah, or something. yeah. I had to. I had to wash my hair. That, <laughs> so yeah, that that that. Hopefully, hopefully, that's the last. Other than just poking fun at it, that's the last time we ever have to even mention it. But there are like eighty-five more other Camp Blood movies. So. They got to be better than that. So we'll see. I guess we'll probably get around to them sooner I, or later. So we'll see. You would, God, you would hope so. Yeah. You would really hope so. Yeah. I Epis- can't imagine wanting anything worse than that and us having to sit through something worse than that. Episode 119 was Summer Camp from 2015. And we had our special guest, Adam Portress from the Hero Movie Podcast. And that was a wild card choice. Um, that was actually the last movie that we watched during Camp Spook Show as well. 
Donnie, you gave it two and a quarter stars, and so did I. Will, you gave it two and three quarter stars, and Smoke, you only gave it one and a half stars. Uh, so we were all thinking higher than you, and of course, Adam was a guest. He gave it three stars, which, you know, what I don't cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, right? But but we gave it a kill count of eight and a gore score of four. Episode one twenty was our Camp Spook Show wrap up, so we just kind of went back through everything that we did during Camp Spook Show, and it was a lot. It was more than we just mentioned. Yeah. It was a lot of stuff that we did during Camp Spook Show. So it was a lot of fun this past summer. I don't know if we'll do Camp Spook Show again anytime soon, like next year or whatever, but uh, I'm sure we'll reopen the camp sooner or later one of these years. Episode 121, though, getting get, they kind of started the next phase oh, yeah. of, of the year. We started off real big with Will's Choice, or I should say Will chose it and started us off really big with The Evil Dead from 1981. Smoke, you gave it five stars. I gave it four and three-quarter stars. Donnie, four and a half. Will, four and a quarter. So all very high marks. Kill count of four. Gore score of 10. Because obviously the gore is pretty high on this one. Oh, yeah. And uh, it won multiple Spook Show Awards this year, including Best Older Reviewed Film and Best Movie overall. So what more can really be said about The Evil Dead? Classic film. We loved it, obviously, and our ratings reflected that. So go watch that movie if you haven't, and go check out our episode. Episode 122. We're coming down the home stretch here. Cannon fodder, missing in action, nineteen eighty four. Will, did you get a chance to watch this one? We had, um, we didn't get your rating for that one, so if you yeah. we'll give you the chance now. Oh God, I, I, I'm gonna follow in line with y'all. I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna step on your toes a little bit, Josh. Everybody else except for Austin gave it fives. Mm. Come on, it's it's Chuck Norris doing Chuck Norris things. <laughs> How can you go below a five? Yeah, yeah, and I think Austin said that at the time. Because he he kind of didn't see it as high as in uh, like Invasion USA, right? I think he said, "Smoke Donnie," if y'all remember exactly what he said. Mm-hmm. It was something basically like he didn't think of it quite as much as Invasion USA, and he knows there are other movies that he liked a little better, kind of thing on that scale. Yeah. So that's why he gave it four. But either way, five cannonballs across the board from all of us, and four from him. That's high mark. So go check out Missing in Action. Our next Crapster Piece Theater right after that on Patreon. Oh boy, another. Another pile of dung. Craps for Peace Theater number six. Showgirls from 1995. One of Will's favorite movies. Uh, we gave it mm-hmm. diarrhea. I can't imagine anybody would want to relitigate that, right? Like I'm we're sure, all, we're I'm all sure no. Other than Tiana would want to have her. But yeah, but yeah, if Tiana was on the show, she would contest this to the to or head was turning red. Her face was. Yeah, well, we gave her we gave her the floor in that episode to say her piece. So yeah, she. Yeah, she she made her opinion well-known in that one, and, and duly noted, it's still diarrhea. Episode 123, this will be the last uh, regular episode that we talk about or have the chance to re-rate here. Prey from 2022, the, uh, uh, the latest uh, film from the Predator franchise. It was my choice. Donnie, you and I gave it three and three-quarter stars. Will, three and a half. And Smoke, a little lower than us, two and three-quarters. Kill count of 32, like I said, is on the higher side, and a gore score of six. So anyone else... Have any words on that? Smoke, you rated it the lowest. If I had been had the chance to maybe rewatch it, I know we aren't going to get the chance to re-rate these beyond this, but no. you know, but maybe down the road, I mean, if I watch it again, I might think higher. Probably will think a little bit higher of it. But, yeah, maybe uh, it'll be too late. we'll have yep. some some random re-re-rating episode or something like that. <laughs> maybe maybe you never know. That there might be a chance. But for but, now, we'll, we'll I still loved it though. I still recommend it. Yeah, Definitely overall, recommend. yeah. I mean, we we all gave it uh, high marks, even even including that one that was slightly lower than the rest of us. It still came out to a consensus of almost three and a half stars. The last thing that we'll mention here before we check out. Crapster Peace Theater number seven, Manos 
the hands of fate. <laughs> 1966. Now it's diarrhea. Now I know we just most recently did it, so I doubt anybody really wants to change their mind there. But the movie's shit, right? <laughs> yeah. <all right. laughs> in, in fact, yes, watch watch our podcast of it, but also watch the uh, Mystery Science Theater you know version because yeah. that'll you'll get way more enjoyment out of that. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah, our our episode in that is uh, where you need to go if you want to have any kind of enjoyment with it because you watch that one is just kind of sad. You know, without without any kind of commentary or jokes, it's just oh god, good lord. So yeah, there we go. That's uh, that is the year that was twenty twenty one into twenty twenty two for us. Our this is our fourth anniversary. So I guess you know, recapping our third full year of existence. Now we've been doing this for four full years. Uh, in that time period, we've you know quadrupled our output, done all kinds of crazy things, added Donnie into the fold expanded the family not just with him but with the friends of the spook show like paul talbot and travis roy of the cinema nine podcast adam portress uh a few you know larry sprinkle we had him on as a guest i think that was last october austin trunick of course is part of the part of the friends of the spook show and part of the family we, we appreciate everyone like we said off the top listening to us contributing to the call so to speak over on patreon dot com slash a spook show and becoming patrons watching all of our stuff on, on our youtube channel all the things that we do and we spend time doing you know and, and and to be honest it's more of a labor of love than it is anything else because we just enjoy watching these movies we enjoy talking with each other about these movies and oh, yeah. we enjoy the input that we get from you guys listening and watching all these things so we appreciate you we encourage you to uh head into the unknown of this next year and one year from now, we'll be talking about our fifth anniversary, if you can believe it. Five full Jeez. years, one year from now. Yeah. So hopefully uh, we stay safe and we all make it there. You never know. Good Lord. You never know what can happen between now and then. But God willing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, Lord willing and the creek don't rise. Uh, we'll, we'll be there uh, next year. So, yeah, there you go. So for Donnie, Professor Smoke, Will, I'm Josh. We are the All-American Spook Show Podcast. Oh, and don't forget, before we check out, next week. We're starting off our quote-unquote new year, our next big year here, with arguably one of the biggest movies we can possibly bring to you. And that's Dawn of the Dead. The original Dawn of the Dead. George A. Romero's classic. From what year was that smoke? At 78, 79? I can't remember off the top of my head. 78. From 1978. So yeah, like I said, arguably can't get much bigger than that. We've thrown a few big ones at you this year, like The Evil Dead and a few others in the past, like The Shining and stuff. This is right there. This is one of the big dogs. Make sure you come back for the beginning of our, our next year for that next week. So uh, for everybody, we are the Spook Show gang. We're from the All-American Spook Show podcast, and we will talk to you next week. Happy Halloween. As you leave the theater, folks, please be careful. Don't let this happen to your car. Be sure to remove the speaker before you leave. If you should accidentally pull a speaker loose... Please turn it in at our snack bar or box office. Thank you.